Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The back fight fans, welcome to another episode of the DAZN Boxing Show podcast featuring myself, yours truly, Ak. And I'm Barack the Boxing Bully. I'm excited to do podcasts every time we sit here because it brings me back to my radio days. I'm comfortable. I'm kicked back, folks. I'm not looking into a camera. I'm just relaxed. We got a can big... You, can you just do me a favor, though? We're on Zoom. Can you put some clothes on or something? <laughs> Listen, Please. cut it out. The, the fight fans do not need to know this, but I'll tell you this. A lot of fights this weekend. We got a, a, you know, a stacked weekend of fights. Obviously, Katie Taylor... Jake Paul, Lomachenko, Jojo Diaz. And guess what, Barack? We're going to have them all on the show today. That's right. We're going to chop it up with all of them. Yeah, but you, you're talking to me like I'm not here. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't know about, <laughs> like you're introducing this to me. Oh, you know I'm this? here for everything, you know? Oh, Yeah, I, I kind of got the memo. I got the email. Thank <laughs> oh, you for you telling me. Sometimes I forget. I feel like I have to spread information so much. I you spread a lot. You spread something, but it ain't information. Though. <laughs> hey, easy now, easy. So look, um, what, what fight are you most excited for? Uh, I I would say Katie Taylor, but that would be a lie. I guess what? it would be. So why would, would you Jermaine, say that first? <laughs> no, because I, I love to see her fight. I'm not going to lie, but yeah. I don't know too much about this woman, you know. So I I don't think it's going to. I don't know. I don't know how tough it's going to be, but I, I want to see how good Jermaine Ortiz is. That's mm. what I want to see. I know Loma's special, but I, I see Jermaine is very fast, very good. He's been sparring, I've heard, with Loma. So I want to see that fight. I'm very interested. I'm excited about that one, but I, you know, I will have to be honest. I, I, I want to really sit down and watch Jake Paul versus Anderson Silva. I think that that's the most interesting fight of the weekend because it's... Uh, in my opinion, it's a step up for Jake, regardless of Silva's age. The guy's in shape. We all saw what he was able to do against a former world champion, Lucesa Chavez. Now, I know that was a while ago, but... So what, still, right? So still, what? He did it. He, he did it. And look, I don't think is, any. I don't think any other MMA guy could beat uh, Julio Chavez. I'm just going to tell you that. Yeah. Oh, in a boxing ring? No way. Yeah. Yeah. No, no way. way. I mean, Anderson Silva is probably one of the one of the few with the best hand skills in MMA, in that yeah. MMA world, mm -hmm. if not the best. Just look, look at this. Conor McGregor stood out with his hand skills in MMA and he looked funny to us in boxing. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So it just goes to show like- How good Anderson Silva really and is. And how good Anderson Silva really is. Like he's really that guy. But we'll see what Jake can do. Uh, you know, against him, I'm excited to see that fight. I actually want wanted to go, but I, I I say Jermaine Ortiz and Loma because, you know, Jake. I'm interested to see if he can beat um, Silva 100. But it really does nothing for boxing. You know what I'm saying? Like 135 pound division is the best division right now in the sport. So this is Loma's return. Is he still gonna continue to kill everybody and show that he wants to be king again? 
or is Jermaine Ortiz special? And that's what I'm looking to see. All right. Well, listen, I, I'm, I'm still excited. Like you, I'm excited to see Katie Taylor. I, yes, I can't wait for the rematch, but mm -hmm. um, she has to go out. She has to stay busy. So we're going to chop it up with, with Katie Taylor. But first, let's take a quick break. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, we're back, folks. Let's talk to who I like to call the queen of Ireland, Katie Taylor. I'd like to touch base with you about the, the big showdown just a little bit between you and Amanda Serrano. Uh, we talk to Eddie all the time. Every week he does a hit on here. It yeah. seems like the world wanted to see that rematch. They needed to see it again. You guys had an offer for her to go to Ireland. It didn't happen. Um, how disappointed were you? I mean, because it was a close fight, super entertaining, to not be able to give another show like that to your fans in Ireland. Um, yeah, I guess I was very disappointed. I think it's still the biggest fight in female boxing uh, right now. And you've seen how big the first fight was. Imagine how big this, this, the rematch could be. And especially possibly if it is in Crow Park, 80,000 people, the atmosphere will be unmatched. Um, wherever, wherever it may be, it still is the biggest fight in female boxing. So I was ready, obviously, to, to take the immediate rematch. And um, so hopefully it can't happen uh, again soon. But... Yeah, it's, it's still obviously the, the, the biggest fight right now. I can't imagine what it would be in Ireland, but I do have to say this, uh, Katie. I've been to hundreds of fights, and I've been doing this for a while. Um, that fight between you and Amanda was the most amazing boxing event I've ever attended yeah. in my life. Yeah. The energy of Absolutely. Irish people. Your walkout was, you know, I got goosebumps from it. Yeah. Um, just the way you said at the, I mean, with your attire, the way the people were there for you. It was yeah. very heartfelt. Um, it was pretty mm -hmm. amazing. I wanted to let you know, I've, I've never been in to anything yeah. like that in my life. Yeah, no, thanks a lot. It was obviously uh, <clears throat> an amazing event. And obviously we're, we're keep, we keep talking about uh, the uh, being a history-making fight in Madison, at Madison Square Garden, uh, the most iconic arena. But between the Irish fans, the Puerto Rican fans, they really made it very, very special. And it, it was obviously, it, it's a fight a year contender, so it is. Um, it was an amazing event. Every part of that event was amazing. Literally, you guys exceeded our expectations with the fight itself, yeah. and that's all you had to do was fight in that ring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I can tell you, like, I want to know the level of toughness that fight was for you because you had a tough fight with Persoon the first fight. Was she your toughest fight now, Amanda Serrano? Um, I mean, it's, it's hard to say who the toughest fight is, but uh, it, it, we're obviously um, two of the 
the best female fighters in the world. So it's, it's going to be a tough fight. It's going to be a fight where you're going to have to show a lot of heart, yeah. where you're going to be in the trenches, where um, you're going to have to dig deep at some stage in the fight. And that's why you train so hard, hard I guess. You're in the gym every single day preparing for that kind of fight. Um, so I think both of us were, were ready and willing to, to die in the ring that night to actually get the victory. And um, it's it, just a great night for the, for the whole sport itself. So when you watch these fights, especially Baumgartner and Meyer, Mayer, do you say, do you size them up and say, okay, they're in a 130 pound division, but I know they want me, you know, I got to really pay attention to their skill set. Yeah. I mean, I've, um, obviously around that weight, weight division, um, there's, there's always a huge possibility that, that I'll be fighting those girls eventually, maybe. So I always have my eye on them. Um, but I'm also just focused on my own career as well. I'm focused on my own fights coming up as well. And, I'm just constantly in the gym working uh, to try and become a better fighter. But yeah, that, oh, that was, so, so are you forcing words, us to talk about this girl that you're about to fight? Are you forcing <laughs> us to talk about her? No, hold on, Before you mention Carbajal, one quick question is, there's rumors out there, possibility of you fighting Chris Cyborg, who's an MMA legend entering the sport of boxing now. Uh, what... What's your thoughts on that fight? I mean, obviously you were going there being a heavy favorite, but it would be a big event. Uh, yeah, she's obviously, uh, I think she had a fight actually a few, a few weeks uh, ago. So she has, yeah. um, she's getting a bit of boxing experience on, on her belt, I guess. And she is a, an MMA legend. She's a, a lot bigger and heavier than me as well. So that makes her, I, I think, an interesting fight. So I'd be obviously uh, willing to, to step into ring with her if, that, if that's a fight that people are actually interested in. Um, so yeah, that could be a, a possibility. I mean, Barack, Katie is so sweet, man. I mean, I don't, I don't think I ever want to see her lose ever. Well, I tell you, if Chris Cyborg is her next opponent, you won't see her lose. <laughs> I tell you that right now. I love Cyborg in that cage, but she'll never get to the cage. Man, you're you're being brutal to Cyborg, man. No, I mean, you. come on. I, I believe she probably knows it's it's uphill almost impossible battle. Well, Katie has to I, get hurt in the ring or something. Yeah, no doubt. But I don't, I'll tell you one fight that I don't think is going to be impossible for him to win, and that's Jake Paul against Anderson Silver. Tough fight. Uh, so let's see. Yeah, very tough. And let's see how tough it is to Jake Paul. We're going to chop it up with the man himself, Jake Paul. What's your, your, your level of nerves going into this fight compared to your last five fights? Because obviously the opposition is getting better and better, but this guy is a real, real threat. How are your nerves? Uh, I'm good, man. I, I feel like with each fight, I just get more and more experience and more comfortable with going into the ring. And I'm more uh, capable to, to contend with these guys. And I've just trained so hard for this moment. And, you know, my confidence is in my preparation. Uh, so, you know, a little bit of nerves is always good. But I try to use it as as excitement and, and as fuel. Yeah, I know a lot of people hate on you for various reasons, but you can't hate on hard work, you know what I mean? So something I've been wanting to ask you since last year, right before I, you had a media day workout on Showtime last year for the first Tyrone Woodley fight, and you went in there in the, in the ring to shadow box, but you shadow boxed left-handed the whole time. Nobody yeah. picked up on it. Nobody said anything. I noticed it. I'm like, why is he doing that? Did you do that so that you didn't look really good as opposed to what you can do right-handed or were you trying to show, damn, you that good? You could do it left-handed. No, no, I was just doing it because I don't really like open workouts. Yes. You know, 
I've been training for three months. I don't mm. want to show my opponent. Shit. Exactly. So I, went there, I went out there just to not show them anything. And, to <laughs> you know, no one knows at that point in time, no one knew whether or not I had been training Southpaw the whole entire time. Um, mm. And, and, I think it did confuse him because even I looked over and the coach was just like looking at me weird the, the whole entire time and they weren't able to get anything out of it. So yeah, I did, I did it to confuse him. And, and you're right. Like no one really noticed it. Besides, no one like, noticed the, it. Right. Right. The hardcore boxing people. No Jay, do, you, do you feel like most, well, most fighters don't have to, I guess, promote, right? Be a promoter. They, they go into the training camp and they focus on, on fights. You have to focus on still being the promoter. How much does that take out of you? Or is it just fun for you and easy? Do, do people need to take notice of that? Yeah, it's a little bit of both. It's definitely like a job. And um, I, I go super hard and I pride myself on, you know, trying to be the best promoter of this generation and to make content and to, to just do every single interview possible to get myself out there, to get the fight out there, to constantly remind people to jam the date into people's goddamn heads so that they never forget when the fight is. Um, and, and it's a skill, but I have a really good team, a really good content team, but I definitely do spend a lot of my day every single day doing all the things I possibly can to make the fight as big as possible. Right. So right. meaning you're hands on, like you have a team, a big team, but do you ever go like, no, 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 I don't like that. Don't post that. Let, let's do this. Are you that hands on? All the time. All the time. We're, we're editing every second of every, every video changing you know, individual shots. Uh, I'm, I'm the one, you know, coming up with the captions, you know, for every single day. Uh, I'm coming up with the rollout plan. We have a whole, you know, shared note with the whole team, you know, for what all the content that we have to post for the two weeks leading up to the fight. Obviously, I have my weekly show, BS with Jake Paul. That's a lot of work, man. And you have to focus on a fight. Yeah. <laughs> Super yeah, man. But that, that's, that's, that's what it takes nowadays. You, you have yeah. to work like this and and uh you have to be your biggest promoter and i i hope to be setting a standard here for the next generation of of, of young boxing uh people who who want to have big fights and and do all of these things um so so yeah i mean it's a lot of work but it all pays off in the end well barack you know jake is always uh ha has catchy things to say he's making people watch I you never it. know what you're going to get when you when you get a guy like Jake, you know what I'm saying, in front of the mic. You never Very know which confident. Jake you're going to get. Very you know, confident. So you, I like when he throws on that promoter hat, though. Yeah, you know. You know. Say he's a promoter and fighter. Different individual. Fighters can say that. I mean, you talk about guys like Oscar De La Hoya, uh, Floyd Mayweather, probably the only ones at that level that, you know, they were able to put on both hats. But here's a guy, Barack, who for a very long time has been considered the most skilled boxers in the world as soon as he became a professional mm -hmm. it's that's very rare as soon as he became a professional and he's still at it chasing an undisputed crown mr vasily lomachenko your name is so big that we don't even have to introduce you by vasily lomachenko just lomachenko everybody knows you um it's been loma. Four years. you say loma and that's it yeah loma it's been four years since we last had a conversation with you after the Pedrosa fight. I'm not sure if you remember in New York City. A lot has happened since then. Um, 
Да, знаете, вы известный боксер, да, вас можно просто сказать лома, и все прекрасно знают да, на Западе. Четыре года назад мы с вами встречались после поединка против Педросы в городе Нью-Йорке. Не знаю, помните, нет? Сейчас да, конечно, вопрос. я помню, конечно. Course, не то, несмотря, несмотря, на то, что, несмотря на то, что я боксер, и, конечно, я помню. Well, uh, despite the fact that I'm a boxer, I, I still remember. <laughs> you haven't well, taken that many punches yet, so, I guess. So, yeah. I, I no, we didn't propose Look, with, with all the things that, that you've gone through recently, I'm not going to get into details about the wars or anything, but there's been, uh, you've gone through a lot recently. So how has that changed you as an individual, right? And if so, Is it something that you're going to carry moving forward into your fights? Whatever you've experienced with your country, uh, has, are you going to carry that moving forward? Не буду вдаваться в детали. Я понимаю, сколько всего произошло в вашей жизни, сколько вы пережили. Про войну тоже подробно не буду говорить. Вопрос по поводу того, насколько вот эта ситуация вас изменила как человека и насколько это вы привнесете вот эти новые изменения в Ваше выступление на ринге. Я, ну, я, тут нужно разделять. Как человека оно меня поменяло. Как боксера ну, вряд ли что-то поменялось. Э, я также люблю этот вид спорта. Я также э, отдаюсь этому виду спорта. И у меня осталась та же цель в этом виде, виде спорта. I think we have to dif differentiate here. Uh, that whole situation, of course, changed me as an individual. But it did not change me as a boxer. I, I'm the same boxer with the love of boxing, with the dedication, and with the goals that I want nice. to achieve. So that same boxer is one of the best boxers in the world. You're one of the few people who have losses, but still on a pound-for-pound -pound list. Most of those guys are undefeated. I want to know which loss hurt you the most and... What, what was your best performance in your career? Ну и действительно, вы величайший боксер. Несмотря на то, что у вас есть поражение в карьере, вы находите в списке списке лучших по категории pound for pound. А вот какое поражение для вас наиболее было разочаровывающим? И какая победа, может быть, наиболее приятной? Uh, опять же, в списке лучших из лучших я остаюсь, несмотря на поражение, потому что uh, лучший из лучших боксер, он считается не по поражениям, он считается по навыкам бокса, определяется по навыкам бокса, uh, поэтому я там до сих пор нахожусь. Самое, самый поединок, который разочаровал меня, но и в то же время, который uh, дал мне uh, мотивации, это поединок с Лопесом. Самый запоминающийся поединок. Ну, наверное, это те поединки, в которых были сложности. Это поединок... У меня, наверное, два таких поединка. Это поединок, когда я боксировал в Макао с тайландцем, с поломанной рукой. И поединок с Ленаресом, когда я боксировал с травмированным плечом. I didn't hear one name in that long answer. <laughs> I was just okay. listening for names. First of all, I should say that uh, there is a reason behind me being in this pound-for-pound -pound list despite my losses because they don't count on lo by losses. They count by skills. 
right? Yeah. That's ba that's skill based. Uh, speaking about the most uh, like disappointing fight, and at the same time, the fight that motivated me most is my fight against uh, Teofimo Lopez. Uh, speaking about the most memorable fights, I think those are, the, I'm talking about two fights in my career uh, because uh, they were difficult fights. Uh, and that's why the fight in Macau against the Thai boxer where I had to fight with an injured hand and the fight against Linares when I had a shoulder injury. Always calm, always collective, but a savage in that ring, Barack Lomachenko. Yeah, 100%, 100%. I love his energy with us, you know? Um, and I always say he's, he's, he's on that path back to shoulder, he's king. You know, it's just that <laughs> there's a lot of other guys out there that's very, very talented. At one time, Loma was definitely the most talented guy you know, at the lower weight classes, yeah. you know, I mean, he, he still, he still is one of the, the most for sure, in my opinion. Right. But we got guys like Shakur Stevenson. We got guys that are just different style. Right. Very, very talented. Nonetheless. Well, listen, Devin um, Haney. you know, speaking of Devin Haney, uh, here's a guy to share the ring with him from one Southpaw to another. Here's Jojo Diaz. How do you feel about being in this lightweight division? There's so much going on. I mean, you've been sharing a ring with some of the, some of the big names in the sport. Uh, What's, what's your goal for the next three fights? I want to talk about that right away. I know Sabella is October 29th, and I know you don't want to look past him, but you are one of the biggest names at 135. What's after that? Oh, after that, man, I'm going after the titles again. I want to go after the titles. I want to beat, I want to beat the shit out of Cepeda and get, get rid of him, and then after that, you know, fight for the titles again. Um, I look back at my film with the Devin Haney, and there was a lot of uh, unnecessary, you know, moments where I was just, you know, just – being there and not, not being, uh, I was being inactive and I should have been active a lot more. So, you know, I studied a lot of film and um, I'm very, very focused. I'm very, very determined to, you know, get back at the limelight and show, showcase to everybody that I, I'm one of the best in the world uh, at 135 pounds. So um, this guy with uh, this fight with William Cepeda, I know he's a very, very tough fighter. Yes. He applies a lot of pressure and stuff like that. But like I said um, in previous interviews, man, there's, there's levels of there's levels to this boxing game, man. And uh, this guy's a fella. He, he, he don't know what he's in for a rude awakening. That's for sure. Mm. Uh, All right. So, I mean, think about uh, what I think about is that I just asked you what's your end goal and you, you named that you want, you know, you want title shots. Obviously you want to get back into contention with the titles. So does that mean it's hard for you to get motivated for a fight like this with Cepeda? Oh no, absolutely not. I mean, I've mm. been uh, I've been out of the ring for almost about 10, 11 months now. So I'm I'm extremely motivated because I know I've I've been watching a lot of you know fighting. I've been watching a lot of these fighters, you know, compete and uh like know, what fights have you been watching? Just all the fights, man. Like Javante yeah. Davis. I've been uh yeah. watching, you know, all these all these freaking Devin Haney and Gambosis. I've been watching all these great, great fights, Andy mm -hmm. Reese and uh Luis Ortiz. Yes. And these these fights, man, they they motivate me a lot more. They motivate me, they motivate me a lot more to uh to realize that man, I can compete with these motherfuckers. Like even Ryan Garcia, his last performance with Javier Fortuna, it was a really, really great performance. But mm -hmm. I, I know that I belong on those stages and I know I, I I still need to, you know, compete and still need to, you know, be on that platform. So um I just been you know, just being been getting uh been being uh, being uh, being in the lab and just 
working and grinding, making sure that I'm just sharpening up my tools, making sure that I'm just, you know, progressing and not, uh, not just, you know, doing things like how I used to, man. I'm, I'm, I'm taking this sport a lot more serious because I'm, I'm, I know what I'm capable of doing. I just got to do it now. So I'm just, I'm just extremely motivated. And I just can't wait until I get back inside that ring. You know, you right. mentioned uh, Javier Fortuna and uh, Ryan Garcia. There was some criticism I seen online on the internet. People saying that he got him out of there in a few rounds. You couldn't get him out of there, but you actually looked really good in that fight. Is it about styles where just sometimes the style meshes well, or maybe he's not the same Fortuna that faced you? What, what's your take on the hate you got about that? I, at the end of the day, man, I uh, I thought I did an excellent job with Javier Fortuna. Javier Fortuna, he was ready. He was well prepared uh, going into the fight with me, um, with the Ryan Garcia fight. You could tell that he wasn't uh, as in shape as he was with with my fight. He was a little more flabby. He didn't make weight. You could tell that he wasn't as aggressive uh, because he was kind of he was more conservative <laughs> with the shots because he didn't want to you know get tired or get drained. But all hats off to Ryan Garcia. He performed well. He did exactly what he needed to do. Uh, you know. And executed the game plan well with the check hooks, uh, with not letting him, you know, uh, be able to throw those punches and bunches. Uh, he was able to create his distance and make sure that his timing and uh, his shots were landing before Javier Fortuna's. But uh, like I said, it wasn't the same Javier Fortuna that I fought. Um, I could tell right away by his flabbiness and everything, but um, mm -hmm. still hats off to him. Yeah, he definitely looked out of shape. And, and you sound very motivated. You sound excited. You sound different because you're able to give compliments to other guys who you're not really cool with because you're in love with that sport again. And, and, and that's a beautiful thing. If you can go back and look at one of, at one of your performances and say, that's the Jojo I need to be to, to be able to beat these guys in my division, which performance would it be? Tevin Farmer, uh, mm. the Tevin Farmer fight. Um, I need to have, I need to have that will and I need to have that, uh, aggressiveness the aggressiveness, uh, aggressiveness with uh, my punches and me just, you know, being able to overwhelm these guys with the Tevin Farmer fight. That, that's what I was doing, man. I was uh, not letting him, you know, set. I wasn't letting him uh, dictate his pace. I was just on his ass and I was applying yeah. a lot of pressure, throwing a lot of shots, countering them right when he wanted to throw. And that's what I need to do with this, with this, uh, with this weight class and with this division, I just need to overwhelm these guys with my my conditioning and not only my conditioning, but my smartness in the ring. I'm a lot, I'm a, I'm, I'm a very, very smart, intelligent fighter when I want to be. I just tend to, you know, get comfortable inside that ring sometimes where I just let my guards up and let my hands up and let these guys, you know, throw at me like, yeah. like I'm a punching bag when in reality <laughs> I, could be, I could be, you know, moving around and creating angles, getting my distance. So, that way I can overwhelm them. So it's, yeah, all, it's yeah. all about just thinking a little more inside that ring now. I'm excited, Brock. My Saturday is sewn up. A lot of boxing. I mean, I'll be at the uh, Lomachenko fight, but I'll be on my phone watching other fights as well. <laughs> as usual, you as know, usual. but that's the sport nowadays. I remember when when I was a kid, you, either you watched the smaller no-name fights on like Tuesday night fights as a little kid with my grandfather, or you'd have to wait. I'd go to a friend's house because we was poor you know, who had HBO, and it'd be like every three months or whatever. You know, now it's like literally every week there's something. Right. You know, last week we had Lara, Mauricio Lara on, on the zone. Like every week there's something. Week before that, we had about four or five fights with Deontay Wilder and everybody. It was just Caleb playing. It was just beautiful. 
And boxing is amazing right now. And and this is and everybody's reason. talking about oh the best are not fighting the best because of one stupid fight, Terence Crawford and and Errol Spence. Yeah. Meanwhile, this is the era of the undisputed. That means the best are fighting the best, no matter what anybody says. That's right. Pay attention. Pay attention, fight fans. All right, and enjoy all of the fights this weekend. That's our show for the day. Peace and love. Stay safe. See you next time. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.